May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Hey everyone, I'm Joe Grapes. I'm one of the pastors here at Central City Church, and I'm excited to have you join us for our daily readings. It's Tuesday, March 19th, and our daily reading is Luke 12, 35 to 59. Friends, this is our second week of daily readings, and we are uh, just excited for the way that God is moving in your life. If you have any thoughts or uh, comments, or if this has been meaningful to you, please let us know. You can leave a review on iTunes or Google Play, or uh, just uh, send us an email. We'd love to hear. Um, Now, we don't typically do the entire daily reading. Uh, We'll just pick out a few verses, and we have quite a few verses today that we want to read and then reflect on. Um, So the verses that we're going to look at today on the podcast is Luke 12. 35 to 46, 35 to 46, Um, and here it is. Be dressed, ready for service, and keep your lamps burning, like servants waiting for their master return from a wedding banquet so that when he comes and knocks, they can immediately open the door for him. It will be good for those servants whose master finds them watching when he comes. Truly, I tell you, he will dress himself to serve, will have them recline at the table, and will come and wait on them. It will be good for those servants whose master finds them ready, even if he comes in the middle of the night or toward daybreak. But understand this. If the owner of the house had known at what hour the thief was coming, he would have not let his house be broken into. You also must be ready, because the Son of Man will come in an hour when you do not expect him. Peter asked, Lord, are you telling this parable to us or to everyone? The Lord answered, Who then is the faithful and wise manager whom the master puts in charge of the servants to give them their food allowance at the proper time? It will be good for that servant whom the master finds doing so when he returns. Truly, I tell you, he will put him in charge of all of his possessions. But suppose the servant says to himself, my master is taking a long time in coming. And then he begins to beat the other servants, both men and women, and eat and drink and get drunk. The master of that servant will come on a day when he does not expect him. And at an hour he is not aware of, he will cut him to pieces and assign him a place with the unbelievers. God, as we quiet ourselves, as we read your word, the teachings, even your hard teachings, we ask that you would speak into our hearts and our minds, that you would challenge us, that you would give us perspective and wisdom, that you'd help us be your disciple. Help us sense your presence now. In your name we pray. Amen. This is a fairly typical parable 
for this particular section of Luke. You'll see as you uh, read through this part of Luke and in other parts of the Gospels, there's a lot of uh, uh, parables, stories, prophecies, hard teachings about what it means to be ready and what, what it means for the second coming and, and for the future and for Jesus returning and all, all of this sort of like really. And there's a whole brand of Christianity that absolutely loves to unpack the, the nature of God coming back and, and what it means to be ready for that and to know the times and all of that. I'll just share with you candidly that this isn't something that connects very deeply with me, but, but, I, but I still find great um, wisdom in this passage. See, this is a story. Jesus is telling a story about um, these servants who work for a master, um, and the master is away, and the question becomes, what do the servants do when the master isn't there? Do the servants go about their business as they should? Do they accomplish the work? Um, uh, that's, that's assigned to the house, or do they get drunk and party and, and do whatever they want because the master's not there. They can do whatever they want, and the master won't know. Jesus, I think, is asking us a very important question in this parable. It has to do with the nature of integrity itself. I think someone once said that integrity is what you do when no one else is watching. That's what Jesus is getting at here. In those seasons of your life, when other people or even God seems distant, in those moments where you feel like God isn't there, in those moments where you're waiting for God to show up, are you still faithful? That's a hard question. Are you willing to keep going about the good work that God has called you to, doing the things that you know are right, even when they don't feel right, even when God doesn't feel close, are you willing to keep at the work, at, the, at being who God has called you to be, even when God seems distant? There's almost another way of saying this. If there's something that you would do if God showed up, like if God showed up right now and asked you to do something, you'd say, I'd do that. Like if God was here, you knew for a fact that God was here, you had a burning bush experience, there was this divine revelation, and if, if God said it was okay to do it, then that's what you would do. If you can name something that you would do if you knew God was in it, the question becomes, why won't you do it while you wait for God to show up? What's keeping you from doing it right now? See, Jesus tells a parable of a master who's gone. He's basically on vacation. A wedding banquet would last many days. It would be a great celebration. I mean, the master was, is gone, and the servants have to ask the question, do they keep doing what they know the master would want while the master is gone, or do they do whatever they want? So I challenge you. I challenge you today to reflect on this question. Is there something you'd do if God showed up right now and what's keeping you from doing that? What's keeping you from doing it while you wait? Are you willing to follow God even when God feels distant? Friends, thanks for joining us for our daily reading. You can find the readings and more by going to centralcity.co slash readings. 
Now may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all.